Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Vox Tablet. It's me, Sarah Ivory. I'm your host. Today, what happens when ghosts and golems turn up at a Jewish sleepaway camp? Well, recently we got wind of a new novel that the Times of Israel has dubbed The Jewish Harry Potter. We were intrigued, naturally. The book is called The Path of Names, and it tells the story of a 13-year-old girl, Dahlia, a would-be magician who's a very reluctant first-time attendee of a Jewish sleepover camp. Dahlia resolves to bail camp after the first week, but then she finds herself pulled into a mystery involving Kabbalah, two young and miserable ghosts, and Golem. It's a great read, and I'm very pleased that today we're speaking with the author of the book, first-time novelist Ari Goldman. Also with us is a very astute 11-year-old reader by the name of Josie Ingle. We invited Josie to join the conversation because we figured we should probably get some input from a representative of Ari's target audience. Josie also happens to be the daughter of Marjorie Ingle, who is a tablet magazine columnist. So I'm very glad to welcome both of you, Ari and Josie, to Vox Tablet. Hi, thanks, Sarah. Great to be here. Sure, this seems really fun. (laughs) (laughs) Ari, I'm going to kick it off. I want to ask you, what made you want to try your hand at writing a book for the tween set, and why did you choose to set it at a Jewish summer camp? Well, you know, I've always loved uh, young adult middle grade literature ever since I was a middle grade young adult. And so uh, writing it just seemed natural to me, given that that was what I enjoyed reading. And as for the summer camp, I spent years at a summer camp as a young person, and I always intended to write something set there. And so I wrote a short story set at a summer camp, and it was sort of a horrible short story because I was trying to fit way too much in. So a couple of years after I wrote that short story, I picked it up and said, you know, I think the problem was it was just too much. So I expanded that short story into what became The Path of Names. Now, it's a pretty complicated plot in The Path of Names. <laughs> and Josie, I know that you read it. So I wondered if you could sort of break it down for our listeners. Um, I can try. Um, so the book centers around a girl named Dahlia, and she's going off to sleepaway camp for the first time, and her camp is called Camp Arava. Her brother is already there, and the camp seems just like boring, run-of-the-mill sleepaway camp. It's a Jewish sleepaway camp. And um, then she finds out that the camp holds a lot of mysteries. There's ghosts. There's a lot of crazy stuff. I'm trying not to spoil it while still giving a summary, but... Um, yeah, so... And she, where would she rather be? Um, Dahlia is a little bit of a math and magic nerd. Uh-huh. And um, <laughs> she and she wants to be at, like, math camp and magic camp or things that are better suit her interests. And she doesn't think this is going to be interesting, but boy, is she in for a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Ari, what would you add to that summary? Anything that Josie left out that is germane for readers to know? I thought that was an awesome summary. Um, I'm hesitant to add anything to something so perfect. Uh, I guess from my perspective, one important thing that happens in the book is that Dahlia goes from being someone who thinks she's totally happy and satisfied by herself to someone who knows how to connect to other people and you know learns about herself and sort of admits that it is important for her to connect with other people. Now, as Josie mentioned, there are different plot elements in this story that involve Kabbalah or Jewish mysticism and golems. And there's a lot of Jewishness and a lot of this sort of like Jewish magical uh, elements. Did you know about all that in advance of writing this book or did you have to study up on it? How did that come to be part of this work? I knew about some of the magic parts because I've always loved fantasy. You know, I for years have been at any Jewish event, I'll sort of have one ear open for anything magic. And so like I was 
I, I don't even remember where I heard it, but I heard a story about rabbis throwing lightning at each other. And it was in the Talmud, I, I think. And the lesson the rabbis of the Talmud take from that is, you know, you should be tolerant. Of course, I heard that. I was like, oh, that's so cool. Rabbis throwing lightning. So a lot of those magical elements I was aware of already. The Kabbalah part I didn't know anything about. And I just uh, – I did some research. I asked my uncle, although I should stress he's, he's a rabbi. He should not be blamed for any of the distortions I put that material through. Um, and yeah, so I sort of picked it up as I needed to. Can you elaborate on what any of the research entailed? Did you come across anything that really blew your mind or had to go to some kind of you know, dark recess of an attic somewhere to find out more? Yeah, I you know I'd like to tell you about you know how I went to the uh, basement of the Bodleian Library at <laughs> Oxford where I excavated, but no, really most of it was I would call people I knew and ask. Josie, tell me what did you like most about this book? Well, my favorite part of the book was probably just the building suspense because it's very clear something crazy is going to happen, and I thought it was just really gripping the way you're seeing just like there's so much crazy stuff happening to Dahlia and she's really caught up in it. So, and then that just kept me reading and some and sometimes it does get a little bit scary at times, but I thought it was really great in the its suspense and in the foreshadowing. I liked that too. Yeah, I agree. It is very suspenseful and it's scary. I was reading it one night uh, in the country by myself on a Saturday night, a very stormy Saturday night a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I got a little bit freaked out. I actually was like, what if there's ghosts in this house? Because in fact, Dahlia sees ghosts and then she experiences possession. I mean, this young rabbinical uh, student, David, kind of takes over her mind and her body to some extent. And that's pretty creepy stuff. It was a lot that's creepy. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, before we go any further, I wonder, Josie, if you would read a, an excerpt from the book that you picked out. And before you do, maybe you can explain a little bit what's happening at this scene in the book. Set it up for us. So I really liked this scene. This was probably my favorite scene in the book because it was just really creepy. And it was just like, I love this part. And uh, so in this scene, um, Dahlia is like actually coming to the realization that oh, crap, this is real, there are actual ghosts here, or there's some kind of spirit or something, and there's two little girls. Scary, scary, scary. And um, <laughs> there's two little girls, and they're in her bunk, and then they real- and then she realizes that they're not the creep part. There's something a lot creepier that they're scared of, too. And she's not sure what's happening or if she wants to help or if maybe she's way in over her head. So the excerpt. Then, abruptly, both of the girls stopped laughing and looked toward the back of the bunk. Dahlia followed their gaze and saw, or, for a moment, she thought she saw, the barest outline of a man's figure walking toward the girls. She blinked. There was no man there, just the trembling shadows cast by one of the big trees outside the cabin. But the girls were still staring toward the back corner. The older girl took a few steps back, away from the shadows, obviously frightened by something. The younger girl seemed to be more puzzled than scared. Glancing back and forth between the shadows and Dahlia, she slowly mouthed the words, He knows you. So when you first read that, were you freaked out? I was just like, oh, oh my goodness, how did that happen? (laughs) (laughs) Josie, I know you have some particular questions for Ari, so I want to invite you to jump on in. Well, one part I found interesting about Dahlia was that she is a little bit of, she. well, she likes math and magic, but... I myself being more of a math nerd, um, I was just interested in that she was interested in some geekier things, 
And um, for a lot of people, that's not something girls are or should be. So was it important to you, Ari, to um, make sure that you got the message across that it's okay to be kind of geeky to girls? And was that an important thing for you? Yeah, yeah, it certainly was. I think, you know, geeky people often turn out to be the most interesting people. And I think that, you know, there's a lot of books about geeky guys, um, not very many books about geeky girls. Yeah, so it was I wanted to have a heroine who was, you know, smart and fearless and geeky and just like show show how that works out. Yeah, and I also liked how Dahlia was just like she didn't think she, she was never second guessed herself. And I really liked that about her. She's fierce. At one point, one of the characters in the book uh, teases Dahlia and says, oh, you know, you're, you're borderline Asperger's. And she does seem to have a kind of tenacious quality about her and, and seems very unruffled by certain insults that are hurled her way. Is that something you were trying to suggest about her, actually? I was suggesting that it's something other people could take. I wasn't suggesting she actually was. I mean, I... Because I think she actually does have the ability to connect in a way that, you know, I'm not an expert, but I think is often very hard for people with uh, Asperger's syndrome to do. And so I think it is also a reflection of the person who's insulting her, who I think is Chelsea, who is, I mean, she's just like, she's very smart and very good at, like, it's a very cutting insult. Um, and I think the reason Dahlia doesn't get upset is because Chelsea's just always so mean to her that it's like, you know, she sort of discounts anything Chelsea says, as one does when you have a mean friend or you come into contact with someone like that. Josie, you have another question for yep. Ari. So I was wondering, what were your favorite books growing up? So I had a lot of – I read a lot growing up. And so depending on which age you caught me at, it was pretty much always fantasy. But for instance, I was a big fan of uh, the Dark is Rising series, which is a middle grade series, which I think must have been written in the 70s, um, which I loved growing up. Um, the Silver Crown I also really enjoyed, which was a sort of weird fantasy novel by – I think it's Robert O'Brien – yeah, there were, you know, I, I read constantly when I got older. Lord of the Rings was a big, I was a, always a big fan of that. And then I got older and just started reading adult fantasy. And that was at a pretty early age. So this was before there was a lot of demarcations between young adult and middle grade and such. I love The Dark is Rising. It's oh, a yeah. Good series. Oh, that's fantastic. So, um, and I was wondering if you're planning to write a sequel, because I think maybe does Camp Arava have more mysteries for Dahlia or anyone else to uncover? You know, I haven't actually started writing the sequel, but I do have about 20 notes towards the sequel. So it's certainly not impossible at some point in the future. Uh, I was wondering, I have a little sister myself, and uh, um, so I was interested by the relationship between um, Dahlia and Tom. So did you have any kind of similar relationship with your siblings, sibling growing up? You know, I have a little sister, and I have an older brother and an older sister. And so, sure, I had... Uh, I remember very well that relationship when you love your brother and love your sisters, but you also sort of wish they were not at camp with you, but then you're really happy that they're at camp with you. And like that sort of ambivalence where you have, you know, feel very strongly in two totally separate ways, um, which I think is normal for sibling relationships. So, yeah, I drew a lot on those memories when I uh, was writing The Path of Names for sure. Would you recommend this to your sister? Um, well, I think she might get a little creeped out by it. I mean, I was a little creeped out by it. But um, w when she gets older, I'll make her read it. <laughs> <laughs> Ari Goldman, Josie Ingle, thank you both so much for joining us. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Josie. Thank you guys for having me.
Ari Goldman is a researcher, teacher, and writer. His debut novel is called The Path of Names. It's just out from Scholastic Arthur A. Levine Books. I encourage you to get a copy. It's great. In fact, we at Tablet are giving away a few copies, and if you come to our website, you can find out how to get a hold of one. Josie Ingle is our first-time book critic for The Younger Set. We sure hope she'll join us again another time. Finally, we want to know what your favorite summer reading was as a kid. Send an email to podcast at tabletmag.com or just post a comment on our website and let us know. Vox Tablet is produced by Julie Subrin. I'm your host, Sarah Ivry. Thank you so much for listening. Join us again next week. We're going to be speaking with Ruth Weiss about the best and the worst in Jewish humor. <laughs>